Hello and welcome to the Trinity Podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. And me, Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 method. And for more information about what we do, go to www.fit40info.com. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about what Boris Johnson has declared today, which is his war on obesity. Since struggling with coronavirus himself, he's decided to put this out and we're going to be talking about that today. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's Trinity podcast. So I'm not sure if you've seen at the moment, but Boris Johnson has actually um, said he's planning what he coins a war on obesity after his own sort of touch and go experience with coronavirus that was quite a long battle as, as we all saw in the news was kind of exacerbated by him being overweight and he's sort of realized that that's actually been a major factor for him being overweight or actually being officially um, obese and what does obesity actually mean so that's the first thing we want to classify so basically what it means is anyone with a bmi so that's a body mass index of over 30 are classed as obese and a major study in Glasgow last week actually found that obesity may double your risk of needing hospitalization for COVID-19. So if you have coronavirus, your chance of actually having to go to hospital, so it's getting pretty serious, is doubled if your BMI is over 30. And an Oxford University um, research has also found that those who are severely obese, um, this used to be called morbidly obese, now they've changed it to be severely obese, which means a BMI of over 40, are three times as likely to die of coronavirus. So the two big things that have come out recently are a obesity and b diabetes both of those things are significant contributors to the people who are dying of coronavirus and obviously we don't want that to happen to any of you listening to this so we're going to talk about this today and how how you can fix this if this is something you're struggling with and we're also going to go through what that actually means in terms of if you're a woman you're a different height what these bmis actually mean and, and how you can work it out for yourself but before we get into that you know we speak to lots of women um, who, who kind of struggling with this. So Ben, why don't you go through the kind of people we speak to um, and, and who we help? So yeah, so we speak to a lot of women who, you know, they're in the position where they know that their BMI is too high. So they know that that BMI is in the thirties or in the forties, maybe their, their doctor has told them that. And they've been trying everything to get that back down to a healthy level. So they've been trying maybe clean eating or shakes or juice detoxes gym classes, personal training, slimming groups, diets, all of like everything, but just nothing seems to be working anymore. So they're just basically, they're stepping on the scales. They're not seeing that change. They're not seeing their weight going down rather than seeing their waist getting smaller and their clothes feeling better. They're just seeing their waistline expanding every single year they're, And they're starting to worry, especially at this time, about the health implications of not being able to get their weight, not being able to get their body under control, not only how that could affect them, but how that could also start to affect the people that they're close to and the people that they, that they care about. And you know, may, maybe you can relate to that. Maybe you're a woman over 40 and you're in this, this kind of position yourself. And if so, it's not really your fault that you're here at the moment. Like I speak to hundreds of women a month who are struggling with this over 40 weight gain. And the reason this happens is basically just because the way that women's bodies and women's hormones change as they get older. And the, the most kind of important effect of that when it comes to your weight is it just makes it more difficult to lose weight and it makes it easier to gain weight when you're using the, the kind of normal bog standard approaches to try and make that happen. And 
the problem with all of these normal dieting approaches, everything I mentioned before and everything that you may have tried in the past is they just don't take those hormonal changes and those physical changes related to aging into account. And that's kind of why they work for women who are in their 20s and in their 30s, who you'll probably see in some amazing before and after photos, but they just don't deliver the same kind of results for women who are over 40. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about what you can do to get the scales moving again when you're over 40 so that you can get your weight down, get back into all your favorite clothes, and more importantly, get your, get your BMI down to that healthy range as quickly as possible. So we're going to get into all of that today, but just before we do that, we just want to give you a bit of a background into this BMI, body mass index sort of topic that Boris Johnson's been talking about today and how the whole um, risk factors for coronavirus and the risk factors in general for diseases are much, much higher if you have a higher body mass index. But body mass index, BMI, this number, you may have heard your doctor or someone like that talk to you about this. It's not always a useful measure. So it's good to understand that it's not the the, the be all and end all when it comes to like a health measure. Like it, for example, BMI doesn't take into account muscle mass at all. So the 25 to 30 range, these are, these are some of the numbers you might get given for a BMI. It's not always a bad thing if you have a lot of muscles, if you do a lot of strength training or you're naturally got very strong sort of build, if your family's all quite strong, then maybe that range isn't such a bad thing and you're probably okay. Now, the other reason body mass index isn't always that useful is it doesn't always look at your body fat percentage. So body fat percentage would be a better indicator of health, but it's a bit harder to figure out. It's something Ben and I do work out for all of our clients. Um, when they sign up to work with us. But BMI doesn't actually directly look at that and it would be better, that's a better indicator of health if we could just look at that number. But it's harder to work out. So most people focus on BMI and doctors focus on BMI. What it also doesn't take into account is your waist circumference. And that's apparently also a very, very important health marker is actually the circumference of your waist. And the bigger that gets, the higher risk you are of a lot of diseases, including uh, COVID-19. So for most people, BMI, it can be a useful indicator if you don't have lots of muscle. It's, it can definitely be a useful indicator. Um, and one thing you definitely want to do is avoid that over 30 range. That's almost universally not healthy, whether you're a man, woman, um, whether you're even pretty fit and strong. Most people are going to be pretty unhealthy if you're over that 30 plus range. And it's something you want to try and improve to, to optimize your health. So the actual numbers, though, they have official classification. So if your BMI is over 25, 25 to 30, that apparently classes you as being overweight. So that means um, you have increased health risks. So 25 to 30 is overweight. Now, 30 to 40 means you are obese, clinically obese or technically obese. So if your BMI is 30 to 40, you are classed as obese. If your BMI is 40 plus, that is now classed as severely obese. And I'll just give you a couple of examples. And again, we're not saying this to cast any sort of judgment or anything like that. We know a lot of people are trying really, really hard, but just a lot of these approaches out there are just not working for them to get this off. But I'm going to give you some examples of different heights. So you, if you're listening to this and you're not quite sure what your BMI is, if you know your weight and you know your height, you can work this out. So if you're five foot two, and I, there are obviously people who are shorter than this. There are people who are going to be taller in the range I talk about today as well. I'm just going for the, the, the sort of average range of people we help, but there are people outside of that. You know, I signed someone up last week who joined our Fit Over 40 program who's four foot 11. We have people who are taller than this as well. But if you are five foot two and you weigh over 10 stone two, you are classed as overweight. And if you're over 12 stone one and five foot two, then you are obese. Technically, again, clinically, this is what the uh, the NHS says. Now, if you're five foot four and you're ten stone eleven or above, that's overweight, and twelve stone thirteen or above, that's obese. 
five foot six, 11 stone, seven pounds is overweight and 13 stone, 10 is obese. If you're five foot eight, and again, I've made a couple of jumps here, but if you're five foot eight, just work out if you're five foot seven in the middle. Five foot eight, if you're 12 stone th uh, three, you're overweight. So 12 stone three overweight and 14 stone eight is obese. And five foot 10, um, 12 stone 13 is classed as overweight and 15 stone six is classed as obese. So hopefully you can kind of estimate from that where you fall. And remember, overweight is 25 to 30. So over 25 on the BMI scale and obese is 30 plus and 40 plus is that severely obese range. I haven't actually gone into the severely obese one on there, but what we're talking about today really is what Boris Johnson's talked about, which is that obesity. So any um, 30 plus BMI range is, is what's really high risk. And lots of people we speak to have had their BMI pointed out as being overweight or obese by their doctor, but they've not really been given a solution to deal with it, like a, not a solution they can actually put into practice. So a lot of them are told the usual advice, whether it's to go back to the slimming club they used to be a member of, again, even if it hasn't worked very well or the weight hasn't stayed off. Um, and it definitely hasn't worked when they got older. They've been told to stay, they have a better diet, be more active, drink less, all of these things that we hear um all the time that we know are better for our health but just not so easy to on your own it's great in principle and it can work for those under 40 with steady hormone levels and young bodies that are performing at their optimum so things just happen really easily but it doesn't really deal with the root cause for the, the people we help so women over 40 where there's lots of different things going on that mean those kind of approaches are just not working well for them anymore so there are three reasons why this is. So Ben's going to go into now what these reasons are and, and how you can actually overcome those so you can actually fix this problem. So in our experience, then, there are kind of three reasons why those traditional dieting approaches that you may have tried in the past haven't worked and, and just don't work for women who are over 40. So the three reasons are basically number one, hormones. Number two is stress. And number three is accountability. And we'll go into each of those in detail so that you can know how to overcome them and how can you how you can start to see some results and get the scales moving. So the first factor is your hormones. So as I said before, um, you know, those hormones levels change for women who are over 40. But the problem that a lot of programs, the problem with a lot of these different programs is they basically assume that all people and all women are the same. So they'll basically just give you like, you know, give you a bog standard approach, which is just designed to work for anybody, anybody. So you'll get some, um, some different diets, which just tell you, I'll just cut out this whole food group or, you know, they'll give everybody like the same calorie target or the same nutrition program to follow, or they'll give everybody the same type of workouts to follow. And the problem with this is like these different, these approaches, although they may work for some people, they're not going to be the best approach for everybody. And, and because they're not the best approach for everybody, that's why you see these women in their 40s and their 50s who are just not seeing results from the effort they're putting in. Because the reality is, first of all, women are very different from men, and especially when they get over 40. Because they've got, you know, the hormones start changing, their estrogen levels start to reduce, progesterone levels start to reduce, they get more sensitive to cortisol, which is the stress hormone, and they get more resistant to insulin which helps regulate your blood sugar now all of that might sound really complicated all of those hormones and the fancy names for them but the the overall kind of result of all of those hormonal changes is it makes it more difficult to lose weight with the normal methods and easier to gain it. and the reason because of that is essentially it's going to kind of slow your metabolism down and, and just make that more difficult for you so the solution is basically to find something that's going to rebalance those hormones 
So to get those hormones back to a place where you can see results. And the way that we do this is we, we optimize our clients' exercise and their nutrition for their specific situation. So for their age, for any health conditions that they have, and to take into account the fact that they're heading towards menopause and their hormones have started to change. And by giving someone an approach which is actually tailored towards them and is actually designed to work for their specific situation, then you know you get them you can get them results and we see people lose one to two stone and one to two dress sizes over a 90 day period and i'd say it's kind of like um like having that correct approach which is which is designed for that person is like having it's like having the right tool for the job so you know if you need to clean all the plates you've got a big stack of plates to clean you want to put those plates to a dishwasher you put those plates to a dishwasher they come out very quickly and they come out perfectly clean and they've all worked. However, let's say you take a different approach and you get all of those plates, but you decide to put them in the washing machine. I mean, it might look like a similar thing. They're both a big square box that you plug into the wall, but you put those plates into the washing machine, they're just going to get tumbled around, smashed into pieces, and you'll open them and be like, oh, that didn't work. It's because the approach wasn't tailored for the thing you're trying to achieve. So with weight loss, when you're over 40, you need that approach which fits your lifestyle, your hormones, your age range, um, and if you have that, it makes it very easy to see results. And if you want to like get a better idea of what that approach could look like, you can find more details about, about everything we do and what we do with our clients if you go to www.fit40info.com. So that's the first thing you need to do is you need to actually deal with the root cause in terms of the hormonal differences that you're experiencing now if you're in your 40s, if you're in your 50s if you want to actually get that weight moving, if you want to get that shifted. So the second thing though, that we see all the time with clients we work with is stress and stress needs to be dealt with in the right way, or it can lead to all manner of problems. Um, especially as we find for, for the women we work with when stress levels are much higher than they used to be. So the people we typically work with are busy professional women. They're managing teams. They're in back to back meetings all day at the moment. A lot of them are in zoom calls or Microsoft team calls or Skype calls all day long most days they're working in different time zones or they're usually traveling at the moment maybe not allowed to travel but they're, they're constantly on the go constantly working then they come home and lots of them have kids or families as well whether they're growing up or a little bit younger but they're also having to have the responsibility of the family and this stress piles up and piles up and piles up i'm sure if you're in that situation you know all too well and what happens after that really hard day a really hard week of work when you come home then the house is chaos and you're just really really stressed out you're really knackered you're really exhausted what tends to happen for you so in our experience what tends to happen for a lot of our clients it ends up with cracking open that bottle of wine or that bottle of gin or if they don't drink it's getting that chocolate bar out the cupboard or stopping at the petrol station on the way home and buying that big dairy milk or whatever it is you fancy or big bag of crisps and then just before you know it, all of it's gone. The bottle of wine's gone or the crisps have gone, um, the cheese is gone, whatever it is you like. After that stressful day of, week, of work, of that stressful week, it just can easily spiral down into this, this downward spiral of eating this stuff and not only all of having all that extra food coming in, all that extra calories, which, which is very difficult to lose weight if that's happening, but then it can create this downward spiral of then thinking sod it, I've ruined it all now, what's the point, I can't stick to anything anyway, it's too difficult, and then just spending the whole weekend eating anything you like, and then maybe maybe getting yourself re-motivated again Monday, start again Monday, try and do it again, and then the same thing happens next week. And Obviously, this is fine if you're not trying to lose weight, you can get away with a lot if you're not trying to lose weight, but if you are, this is not really gonna work. So you have a couple of options here, right? You could either remove the stress from your life, and that's 
really not really an option for most of the people we work with. Like they love their career, they do really well in their careers and they're not really going to do that. So you could do that. You could leave your career, you could leave your family, you could go and live in a cave and just remove all distractions, sit in there and just sing Kumbaya all day to yourself. And you're probably going to lose weight. Also, you're not going to have much food available in the cave. But that's probably not going to be something you're actually going to do. It's pretty unrealistic. Most people are going to have to do that. They've got bills to pay. So the other thing you can do, and this is what we see works really well for the people we work with, is to actually get tools that you can use to protect yourself from that inevitable stress that is going to happen in your life. So you can either remove the stress by giving up everything, or you could say, my life is inevitably going to be stressful and use a couple of tools so that you can protect yourself from this stress. And we do this with our clients using a tool called the stress shield. It takes just five minutes a day. And what it does is it protects them. It like builds this shield of armor around them all day. This is what you can imagine it like. So that even when that stress is coming in and they're thinking that they want to turn to those things, they're put in the best possible position. Their head is in the right place that they can dissipate that stress. That stress doesn't affect them and they can make better choices. And this, you can kind of imagine this just as like, kind of like body armor. It talks about it like a stress shield. You can imagine like this big bubble around you, like those zorbs that you can go in. I don't know if you've seen them, but you can imagine it like that or just like you're wearing body armor. And if you've got body armor on and you know people are attacking you, it's going to protect you. It's not going to get through to you. It's not going to hurt you. It's not going to cause any issues. And the same thing goes with this stress shield tool that we use with our clients. It means that even when the stress does come, they're prepared for it. They're in a much stronger position to deal with it. Um, and it doesn't affect them. So they can stay consistent. They don't have those sodic moments, or even if those thoughts start to creep in, they have the tools there to completely eliminate those thoughts after the end of the 12 weeks. And if you're interested in finding out more about this again and seeing what kind of results um, you can achieve using these tools, you can find all of those at fit40info.com. I know Ben mentioned it before, but you can head to fit40info, so the word fit, then the number 40, then info.com, and you'll find all the details there. So that's the second thing you can do, deal with stress, and that's gonna be the second root cause, but there's one more thing that Ben's gonna go into now that you've got to deal with if you wanna actually succeed and beat this over 40 weight gain. So I'd say the final thing that you, that you wanna to look to deal with is, is like basically trying to do it alone. So, you know, if you just want to stick to something for one or two weeks, it's very easy to do that by yourself. It's very easy to stay motivated in the short term. And the problem that people run into with that, though, is when they come across a roadblock. So, for example, you know, their weight stalls for a week or so. They're just not seeing the movement, which is just kind of a, uh, it's kind of like a normal part of the process. Or, you know, they run into they have a small injury or they have a difficult, stressful week at work or you know, they start making poor choices with their food. They start thinking, you know, forget it or give up and, and like go back to square one or they take a step backwards. They have a bad weekend. As soon as something bad happens, um, then they basically just, the, the only option there is to go off track because you've got nobody there saying, come on, let's get you back on track. Let's sort this. We'll just take this simple plan, step one, step two, step three, get you going again and get you to that, to that result. So the problem a lot of people fall into is when they try and do this by themselves, you know, they could have all the theory. And if the one thing I hear people say all the time is, I know what to do. I just need to go and I just need to go and do it. But that's it. Like they have all the theory, all the information. They know what they need to do. They don't need to eat healthier. They don't need to exercise, but they just can't put that into practice. So the solution to this and what really, really helps and what really like makes a huge difference for the women that we work with is just being willing to like being brave enough to ask for that support and ask for that accountability. Because when you're, you know, as Rob said, like when you're really busy and you've got a busy career and a family and everything to worry about, you don't necessarily 
first of all, you don't necessarily have time to like figure out how to solve all of these problems. So, you know, what's the best thing to do with exercise? What do I do if my results slow down? What things should I eat? What do I do if I run into problems with my, my food prep or whatever? What happens if my motivation starts to, starts to wane? It, it's, it's much easier to just have somebody else who you can just say, right, this is happening and have them just sort that problem out for, like, for you and, and then just keep you on track. So, you know, it, it's, it's difficult to do all of that by yourself. So the way that we do this, we have three, three basic ways. So the first way is we have a check-in with our clients every week just to make sure that everything's working and just to make sure that they are on track every single week. Because if you can keep someone on track, keep someone making progress every single week, it's easy to stay motivated and, you know, eventually taking those small steps, that's those small steps add up to, you know, a dress size, two dress sizes down over the course of 12 weeks. The second thing we do is we have phone calls every week with many of our clients as well. Just so, and just by having that phone call booked into their calendars, they know that it's coming and then they kind of are almost forced to do the work. So like, you know, like at school when you knew you had a test coming up and you knew that you were going to have to, um, you know, you, you knew you were going to have to hand that piece of work into your teacher or, you know, maybe you're doing a presentation, you know, you've got to get up in front of people and present. It makes you get it done. So just knowing that you're going to have a phone call and you're going to have to tell somebody about how things are going gives you that accountability that means that you, you then stay on track with it. And then the third thing we do is we monitor everything our clients are doing, not kind of literally everything, but we monitor what they're doing with their fitness stuff. You know, we haven't got cameras set up in their houses or anything like that. But if we notice that somebody has fallen off track, you know, maybe they haven't checked in for this week. Maybe they haven't completed one of their reviews or we haven't heard from them for a while. We just, uh, we just chase them up. So we'll, you know, send them emails, we'll send them texts, we'll get in touch with them and make sure we get them back on track. So, you know, having someone there who's like helping you along that journey makes it a lot more difficult to fail. And I'll tell you, this is like, if you look at any professional athlete or successful person, they almost always have a coach or have a team of people who are helping them along. Like if you look at Usain Bolt, he wins all the, you know, world records for being the fastest man. It wasn't just Usain Bolt who did that. It was Usain Bolt and then his trainers, his coaches. I'm sure he had physios and therapists and just nutritionists, just the whole massive team of people behind him helping him succeed. So having that support and accountability, it's just like, you know, giving yourself that same that same support network that all successful people have in order to guarantee that you succeed with this weight loss thing. Like it's much easier to just surround yourself with those people and just do it once and get the results than to keep trying on your own again and again and again, trying and failing, trying and failing. And that's what really grinds people down and means that they lose their motivation and then eventually just give up. So if you want to find out about, you know, how you can have that support and accountability, how you can have either myself or Rob keeping you on track, chasing you up, making sure that you do this and holding you accountable. And we definitely will get you those results. Um, head over to www.fit40info.com and you can grab all the details about working with us on that page. Yeah, it's funny Ben should say that because I actually just spoke to yesterday, uh, one of the clients I'm helping and again, keeping really highly accountable. And um, she just updated me on her BMI. So it's kind of linked to what Boris Johnson's been talking about with obesity and reducing that BMI is key to surviving coronavirus, but also it's obviously going to mean you're going to be slimmer, leaner, more toned, um, be able to fit back into those old clothes again, feel confident and get on with your life. And my client I've been working with, Louisa, um, she's 46, forensic scientist um, working in London. So it's got a very busy, stressful job. She's heading up a whole forensics team there and she's done it for years. Um, 
She actually signed up at the start of the year to work with me and me and Ben, but she's one of my clients particularly, and we do work with all our clients one-to-one. Her BMI was actually 40.4 when she, we started. So she was in that severely obese category and she was worried that she was at this high risk of, um, of COVID-19 as well. When that broke out, she was telling me, I'm a bit worried, you know, I was at this high risk. But now she's really, really pleased because she's dropped 15.4 kilos, which is almost three stones since then. And her BMI is now 34.4 and it's still progressing. So she's still dropping more weight. She's still seeing more and more progress. So that BMI is heading closer and closer to being she was severely obese now she's in the lower end of the obese category and heading towards that overweight category um which i said is actually that 25 to 30 range isn't too bad at all for a lot of people so she's on the right path and she's miles miles further um, and much much lower risk already as well so that's one thing i heard from one of my clients and i know ben ben had um, a story from one of the clients he's been working with as well yeah so um one of the clients we work with now georgiana she started working with us when she was about 40 um, I'd say this is probably now a year and a half to two years ago. I don't know the exact amount of time. Georgiana has been working with us and seeing results and just continuing to see success for a really, really, really long time. But she originally joined because, you know, she'd been, she, she talked to her doctor, I think, and being told that she had high, you know, she had high cholesterol. Some of her health markers were not where they should have been. Um, her BMI wasn't, wasn't really, really high, but those health markers, which, you know, those things like high cholesterol, et cetera, your heart health, will will impact your risk of getting certain diseases. Um, and she was kind of starting to worry about that. So she said, I originally joined for three months to get healthier and lose some body fat in time for a holiday. I soon realized that Trinity is so much more than fat loss. I learned how to make small changes, which eventually lead to a healthy lifestyle. Since joining Trinity, the three biggest results I've seen are, number one, the shift in mindset. So I learned to love myself and not care much about what, what other people think about me only what I think and how I can change the unhealthy stories. I tell myself also learning to love what is and letting go. Second thing she learned was my hard earned muscles. So I learned that weights and barbells are not just for men. And that's, that's kind of part of that specific approach that we created for women over 40. Um, you know, it's, it's not your bog standard cardio stuff, which is going to get you the results. And the third thing Georgiana said was being healthy and full of energy. So she had no more high cholesterol. She's no longer a sugar addict. And she said, Trinity is about so much more than diet and exercise. It's about changing the stories we tell ourselves that stop us being the best versions of ourselves. Pretty amazing testimonial, that one, actually. I forgot how good that was. Um, so there's just a couple of tasters and examples of how we've helped people improve those health markers, but also change so much more um, about their life. So if you do want to find out more about this again, as we wrap this up, head over to www.fit. 40info.com you'll find all the information there and if you are interested in finding out if this could be right for you if you do want to um to see see if this could be the solution then all you can do there is you can click a button to apply you can fill out a short application and book in a call with one of our coaching team and we'll have a conversation with you with you no pressure either way we'll have a chat with you see what you want to achieve See if we think we can help you achieve it, go through how we'd help you achieve it. And then if we do decide that you're a fit, we'll also explain how the program would work, what's it going to cost. And, um, and if you're ready, we'll get you signed up. And we've got loads and loads of people seeing fantastic results during lockdown so far. I know a lot of people thought maybe it's going to end soon. It doesn't look like it's going to end for a little while yet. So why not take advantage of this opportunity? Um, gyms are probably not opening for quite a long time and we're seeing much better results than most of our clients we've been seeing before when they were using gyms. So head over there. If you think this could be for you, go to fit40info.com and uh, we'll see you in the next one.
been fun today. We'll be back next week, next Friday for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast. We'll see you then.